0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: I'm Sinead Grimes-Beach. And I'm Annalyn McCord. After years spent playing best friends on screen on 90210. And fighting like hell behind the scenes. Ah, yes. How could I forget? (laughs) We (laughs) made it out of our time in young Hollywood on a show that shared names with the most iconic zip code in the world. Bonded for life, but not without a shit ton of baggage in tow. Now we are back together, letting it all hang out on our new podcast, Unzipped. Tune in and unzip with us and our brilliant guests every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts. Let some things be retrograde. Hello, 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 friends! Welcome to that's a so retrograde. This is episode three, three, two. We're on our way onto a, our first ever vacation.
0: Yes, as we mentioned last week. We uh, are gearing up for a little extended hiatus. Hello.
1: When I tell people that I've never that I haven't taken an actual vacation in like twelve years, they're literally they it can tell that they feel bad for me. It's almost like when you tell someone that, you know someone in your family is ill or something that's too close to home stuff, too bad of an example, they're like, oh no, and they try to look happy, but they're really sad. That's what I feel like my they're vacation like, oh. life is like. yeah, like, oh, are you okay? And the answer is no. Um, I'm not. So we're going to press pause. And I feel like I'm I'm really excited for both of us. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to miss the whole thing because it feels like I don't remember life without doing the show.
0: Yeah, for sure. But um,
1: like, who are we?
0: But it's exciting always to like make room for whatever needs to come through. And sometimes you have to yeah put it down to pick something new up.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the vibe. really... But I felt like,
0: you know, as you and I were really talking about what these last two are going to be, obviously, we had to have today's guest on who's been with us on this entire journey and such an integral part of guidance on this show as it pertains to all things Astro, which we've, you know, always come back to time and time again. So, Ambie Kavanaugh, welcome back. I was trying to recall how many episodes you've done with us, but... I
2: don't know. Maybe
0: quite a few, I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like
1: at least 10. Yeah, I don't that's know. what Is I am right? going to say. It has to be a lot. And not only have you been, you know, a guest on the show, but you've also been a friend to us and you've been a real guide, you know, in the beginning of us building this people always ask like well what's it like doing a show with your friend and we're always like it's amazing but it's also there there have been challenges and you've given us a lens through ourselves through each other throughout the years to help us be better partners so you know the show's success is due in large part to your guidance so thank you so much absolutely
0: absolutely yeah that's gonna make me emotional true to have you here with us today
1: I've never seen you cry. Do it. You
2: haven't seen me cry.
1: <laughs> you know I have like a sick fetish with people. Yeah,
2: you crying. are. Yeah, you do. I <laughs> really <laughs> do. That's that weird scorpio. <laughs> I cry a lot. You do. I'm private about it.
1: Yeah, you are. That makes sense. It's the
2: Virgo rising in me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, thank you so much. And we're so excited to have you back. And we're so excited to talk about give people kind of a, you know Rest of the year outlook, potentially looking into what 2022 is going to be like. (sighs) I feel like it's going to be different. And then maybe we can talk a little about like the departure of, of our charts and why we would be wanting to explore our own lanes right now. And I think just giving a little insight to that could be a really beautiful little thing for everyone to peel the curtain back on.
2: Absolutely.
1: Let's start with the question of, you know, what is the rest of the year looking like astrologically?
2: Yeah. So I think it's going to be an interesting last quarter of 2021. I think it's been an interesting 2021 so far, but we have two retrogrades to go in this last quarter. We have a Mercury retrograde in Libra, which is the sign of relationships, peace, harmony, all of those things, love. And we also have right at the end of the year, a Venus retrograde in Capricorn, which kind of sees us into 2022. And sandwiched in between these retrogrades, we also have two eclipses. We have like the last set of eclipses for 2021. One is going to be an eclipse that is actually starting the eclipses moving into the Taurus and Scorpio axis. So it's like slowly we're moving out of the Gemini Sagittarius eclipses, which we've been having for the last two years. And we're going to be slowly over the next six months or so moving into the Taurus Scorpio instead of
1: it. Okay. So wait, astro, astro question. The eclipses always have to do with
2: the nodes? Yes, the moon's nodes. And the moon's nodes are not a planet that's up there in the zodiac. It's a mathematical point that is created. So without wanting to get too techie about it, the moon's nodes move roughly every two years. And when they move... They move into the direction of another set of like an opposing zodiac pair. Right. It moves from Sagittarius and Gemini into the next one, which is Taurus and Scorpio. And then they'll be there for around two years. And then they'll move once again into Aries and Libra and so on and so forth.
1: Well, since you're talking with a Taurus and a Scorpio, what what does that even really mean?
2: I was actually (laughs) thinking about that for you guys and thinking about how the next couple of years are going to be, you know, a really interesting fated time in both of your lives where you're going to experience big shifts. And that's what the cosmos is doing. It's bringing that your way. And for all of us collectively, the energies of what Taurus and Scorpio rule in what we call the natural zodiacs, it's the life areas that are naturally those areas and themes for Taurus and Scorpio are coming up for shifts and changes for us as a collective. So Taurus is money, banks, currency, literally, things like cryptocurrency, our value system, even things like our agricultural system arguably come under Taurus. So there's going to be this very interesting shift where the cosmos is trying to push us to make progress and development with regards to those areas of lies, And then that, scorpio south node which is like the past which is not necessarily bad karma or bad baggage but just how we used to do things how we how things used to be is going to come up as well as sort of reconciling with this taurus energy so taurus and scorpios you both know because you have very interesting chart right where you are the same you are both either side of the coin you are a taurus sun um, and Scorpio rising. You are a Scorpio sun and a Taurus rising. You know that there is a great duality in these two signs, right? And Scorpio is the sign that is ruled by Pluto. It's about sex. It's about death. It's about literal and metaphorical death. It's about secrets. It's about great transformation. It's about power. It's about power struggles. There's going to be a very interesting push between these two areas of lives. And I feel like there's a revolution coming and has been coming for some years now with Uranus and Taurus with regards to our financial systems, how they're running. I mean, when you think about it, right? Think about right now, for example, even in the USA, they are printing more money because that's what's needed. All this debt and everything like that that's going on. But when you think about the printing of a note, we, give, we choose to give that note value and say, this note is $50, this note is 10 and this is 5 right? These coins are this, that, and the other. And then you think about it when you see something like inflation happening and governments having to print all of this money, and you think, well, what's the real value of that note? And I think that that bigger question about money and energy and the energy exchange of money, but also other ways in which we can exchange energy... To get by in this world, our resources. Taurus is all about our resources, right? Our our questions that are going to come up, and I do feel that because we are in an interesting time where we're still in a pandemic, and we're also in an economic time of economic turmoil still, as a result of the pandemic. That's not going to end overnight over the next couple of years, and that is all bringing these shifts that we're going to see. So things like cryptocurrency and other ways of paying people, and even just like a division between governments and how, I mean, it's the government that prints money, right? But people are creating these off the grid other ways of exchanging money, exchanging value for services or goods or things. So I think there is a real revolution coming and it's going to be very interesting for anyone who's listening for their chart. It means that they need to look at where Taurus and Scorpio rule in their unique charts and they will get a lot of insight as to where they're going to be experiencing big changes when they look at those areas that ruled in their charts but we're not done with Sagittarius and Gemini we still have a good six months more of Sagittarius and Gemini to go almost a year when you think about next year and and that Gemini new moon eclipse. but we have this really powerful Sagittarius solar eclipse which takes place on my birthday which is very excited December the 4th (laughs) if anyone wants to get me a card just kidding that's a real reset total solar eclipse is really like an ending for a new beginning and because collectively over the last couple of years we've been working through a lot of collective sad karma and trying to find a new path forward so when it comes to philosophy when it comes to religion when it comes to spirituality when it comes to our faith and our optimism when it comes to justice and legal matters there's just a lot of stuff that we're working through i see this new moon solar eclipse on December the 4th as being opening a real portal for real significant change so we can take the best of surge and integrate that into our lives like real spirituality not being a preacher right but being a real teacher like those kind of energies bring justice like real justice for all Like what does that mean what does that look like and being philosophical about things rather than being the preacher that says this is this this is that this is right this is wrong etc etc so When you look at the last quarter of 2021, you see you've got Mercury retrograde in Libra, which starts around the 27th of September and goes through to about October 18th. All about our relationships, how we relate to each other, the ideas of peace and harmony and love and just that pleasantness, that cordiality that is very much Libra. And I guess in some ways, I really see this as an opportunity to Think about how we relate to others, because there's a lot of division in the world. There's a lot of division about so many different things, that this is a really wonderful opportunity to think about how we can bring more peace and harmony and see that the other is a reflection of us and see that we are all one, as much as we don't want to say that we are, right? But it's like, how can we treat other people in a way that acknowledges that? Treat thy neighbor as thyself. Really, truthfully, how would it be if we really lived that, and really acted in that way. And instead, I think we are very much with discord and strife and turmoil and division. And I would invite everybody to be very mindful with how their relationships over those three weeks, but also look about your relationship with others and perhaps review them and reset them. And rather than saying that person is wrong, that person is this, what is that reflecting back to me potentially about myself that I can heal and integrate within myself and how can I be part of bringing more peace and harmony into our world, bringing more cordiality.
1: All right, guys, we are taking a break from this conversation to thank Just Thrive. We had the pleasure of doing an interview with them and they are just such a wonderful supplement company. Just Thrive Probiotic is the first and only 100% all natural spore from DNA verified and tested probiotic supplement. They have been doing ongoing clinical studies, which we love to see. Just Thrive has demonstrated incomparable effects on the gut and its undeniable connection to the immune system and brain. We know this. We've known this for years on that surretrograde, the gut-brain connection, the immune system in the gut. It's so important. It's never been more important to take care of your immune system. Their probiotics have 100% survivability in the gut, meaning the gut acids and the heat and everything doesn't kill it before it absorbs it. It is important to note that they are vegan, non-GMO, soy, dairy, and sugar-free, salt-free, nut-free, and gluten-free. Keep up pace with Just Thrive because they are bringing incredible things to the market. All you have to do is simply take one capsule per day after a meal or as directed, or they can be open and sprinkled onto the food. You can even bake with them up to 455 degrees. You can make a probiotic brownie if you wanted to. Guys, if you're not taking a probiotic or you've taken a break from a probiotic or you're looking for a new one, let us direct you on over to Just Thrive. They're offering That's So Retrograde listeners 15% off everything site-wide. Learn more about them in our episode and give your body the gift of this extra support. You need it. Go to JustThriveHealth.com, promo code retrograde for 15% off site-wide. That's JustThriveHealth.com, promo code retrograde. Dial it in with Just Thrive. After the year plus that we've all
0: had, I think getting back to feeling normal takes time and it's so important that we all prioritize our mental health. That's one thing that as things have just started to be as they were, I'm just taking a beat, and making sure that I'm feeling right. It's why options like Talkspace are so fantastic. They make it easy to match with a licensed therapist and schedule live video sessions all from the comfort of your device. You can start messaging with your therapist the same day you sign up. And whether you're a parent, student, millennial who's a millennial or just someone having a hard day, Talkspace can provide the support to help you feel better with a single message. So Talkspace offers individual and couples therapy in addition to medication prescription services. You can set goals with your therapist and they can help make sure you're really progressing. And Talkspace therapists help you develop tools to cope with difficult times. You can send and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist within the app. Schedule live video sessions with your licensed therapist from anywhere. So guys, start feeling better with a single message. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with our promo code RETROGRADE. That's $100 off with the code RETROGRADE at Talkspace.com.
1: If you don't know, Prose is the world's most personalized hair care. So what you do is you go to prose.com, you take a unique hair quiz, and they analyze over 85 personal factors based on their quiz. And then they determine a unique blend of ingredients that treat your exact concerns. Me, I have dry hair. I've always had dry hair. I don't really like washing my hair because of that. And with Prose. My hair is more moisturized than it ever has been with a shampoo, which I really appreciate because I feel like shampoo has just been the most stripping, drying thing. They ask you about where you live, your eating habits, your stress level, your exercise, how damaged your hair is. It's just like they really go in. Have you ever dyed your hair? As a natural slash not natural blonde, I have done quite a bit of damage. Pros is also a carbon neutral certified B Corp. They are an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty all their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. And they are the first company in custom beauty to go carbon neutral. So amazing. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care that you've ever had. They will take your products back, no questions asked, and fully refund you. Maybe it's time to switch up your hair regimen with Pros. Go to pros.com slash retrograde. Take your free in-depth hair consultation, and you'll get 15% off your first order today pros.com slash retrograde. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash retrograde for your free hair consultation and 15% off. I am so excited to finally be able to talk about this partner of the show because I have been using the blanket for a couple of months now. And I was like, when are we finally going to mention it? Here we are talking about Barbie. Barbie is a weighted blanket that is literally made for Kings and Queens. It is a chunky knit weighted blanket. It's beautiful. They have every single color. They have I think 3 different weights and you can choose it based on what you think you want as far as the type of sleeper that you are. Weighted blankets have been medically proven to help calm anxiety, promote deep restorative rest because they stimulate the production of serotonin which reduces cortisol serotonin is the happy hormone cortisol is the stress hormone and then it increases melatonin which helps you to fall and stay asleep bear blankets are naturally weighted with layers of breathable material so you'll stay comfortable right through the night i'm literally obsessed with this thing i have it on my bed my boyfriend and i try to share it and then by the morning time it's just like wrapped on top of me my dog is under it. He loves it. We're just having the best night's sleep. I really can't sleep without a weighted blanket. And I'm obsessed with Barabee. And I got it in this beautiful lavender. I think I got the middle weight because that was the thing that they recommended based on my sleeping patterns. If you need something natural to help you sleep better and feel calmer, try one of Barabee's hand-knit weighted blankets. Find them on Instagram at mybarabee and visit Barraby.com. Again, that's dot ycom for free shipping and hassle-free returns on all orders within the United States and use code retrograde. Get free faster shipping with code retrograde at checkout on com. That's code retrograde for free faster shipping at I want I want to ask a question because I wrestle with this so much with like the tone of everything, which is that like everyone is Getting so divided and it really is so much bigger than the individual. We we like are letting ourselves be divided and we're, we're causing it ourselves as well. And so when I look at like 2022, I have, I don't know if this is like a <laughs> naive hopefulness or, or just like what I'm doing to stay sane, but I'm hoping that, you know, in the beginning of the year, we had did an episode with Remington and he talked about the five being like the energy of war and 2022 being a six and that not being such a heavy energy. And so like, does 2022 or the last quarter of the year or 2023, or like, is there a time when the consciousness itself is able to recognize the way in which it self divides and do what you're saying? Because like, I think what you're saying is like a beautiful notion, but I think it's a really difficult, spiritually mature ask that when I look around at the culture, I don't see people really, awakening to the way in which they're participating, even just with the words that they use? Good question. Give us some
2: hope. <laughs> Give <And> us some... <laughs> if I'm completely honest, I mean, you know, when I look through to 2022, I see that America is having its Pluto return. Right. America is also having its Neptune opposition, and that takes 165 years, right, for the Neptune opposition to take place. The Pluto return is like 240, you know, it's like since America was incepted, right?
0: Question from the back What does a Pluto return entail?
2: Any return is when that planet returns to the position it was in at your birth. America's birth, Pluto was at 27 degrees of Capricorn. On, I believe it's February, something in February, 20th, I think, something like that. I can't remember exactly, but. America will experience, we will be having that Pluto return. Wow. Pluto will return to the exact position it was in as, it, as America was born. America's going to go through a rebirth. So specifically when you talk about it in relation to this country of America that we're all living in, well, you know, us three and, and many of the listeners, I'm sure, America's going through a rebirth. And when you're going through a rebirth, I think we can all speak to this when we've been through our own spiritual rebirths and transformations, it's not always pretty. OK, it's not pretty. We'd like it to be full of incense and rose water and just meditating and lying on the grass, looking up at the sky. But often it's very ugly. We have to confront those parts of our shadow. We have to confront those ugly secrets and things that lie beneath the surface. We have to confront all those demons. And when I look at what's happening, you know, across the world, but very much, what has been happening in this country for the last couple of years, that's what I see. I see this as being a young country that's going through its first even real big evolution, and so I can't say to you that things are going to be light and fairy and, and airy and everyone being love light and whatever. But what I do invite everyone to to do, and maybe this is something that I've experienced because I've spent four months this year offline, yeah, and I've been in my own bubble, really choosing to think and giving myself as a reflector, especially does space to think about what I really feel about things and how I really feel about things, I found that it's taken my temperature notch down about many things and that I'm much more peaceful and accepting and tolerant of things than I would have been a while ago because I've not been online, whether it's the news or social media to see all of that stuff and coming back has been a bit of a rude awakening, which is why I'm just gonna operate very differently. So back to Stephanie's point of, Can people be this? Yes, because that's the call to action, right? That's the call to action for all of us. It's like we look around and we see and go, oh, this country's going through this, or oh, there's a pandemic, or there's economic turmoil. And we feel beholden to that current of energy that that's what's going on and we're powerless. I would invite everybody listening to say, you're not powerless, but let me ask you this Is everything that you do or say part of the solution or adding to the problem? truthfully and this is not me asking are you right are you wrong or this person whatever but really really is everything that you say and do and how you act towards other people in some way part, are you adding to the solution or are you in some way even if you're well-intentioned even if like no I want to make this point that I believe this and I believe that you're being like whatever it is that you make the point are you adding to the problem and you know something else very interesting that I read I think it's Steven Pinker said this and it was a quote that he made about somebody else which was you don't have to have an opinion on everything. You know, some people will say that that's spiritually bypassing or whatever, but I I sometimes think that, yeah, that's just something else for us to think about. We don't, personally, I know that I don't have enough information to form opinions about every single thing that's going on in the world, but when I am commenting or when I'm thinking about something even privately in my own little domain, am I part of the solution? Am I part of the problem? This isn't just America's Pluto return and America's Mark II that's coming. America is one of the most powerful, arguably the most powerful country in the world at the moment, right? And so this has an impact on a lot that's going on around the world. And so we need to think about that. There's a ripple effect of everything.
1: Well, I was going to say, like, you know, America might have had a birthday, but it's an American democracy that has really colonized the world in a lot of ways and so like we didn't just touch our own country we created a system that has been infiltrating so many other countries since we started basically conquering or getting putting ourselves there and that's not like a judgment on how fucking the world is run or commentary even but just a reality that like America is in India America is everywhere like it's not just us. And that's
2: what's really fucking crazy too. Yeah. And so because of America's far-reaching powers, you know, this affects the whole globe. So everyone's yeah. going to feel this. And, you know, what's so interesting is we end 2021 with Venus retrograding Capricorn, right? So Pluto in Capricorn later on is having this Pluto return. And I think that's fascinating because we had a Venus retrograde at the in, in 2020 in Cap. And I just think there's something about capricorn and that that area of our charts and and the world uh, those themes of the patriarchy those themes of structures of governments of authoritarianism all these themes that is coming up for some big review before that pluto retrograde. and then that neptune opposition so neptune opposition takes place every 165 years so what that means is neptune will be at 22 degrees of pisces which will oppose America's Neptune, which is at 22 degrees of Virgo. I can't say to everyone listening, don't expect next year to be insane on on this physical plane that outside, you know, that we're going to be witness to. But what I can and want to invite everybody to do, and this just comes from the nervous system reset that I gave myself this year, is understand that even when these things are happening, you can still be peaceful and can still add and not just for your own sake and your own life but can in some way bring some energy that is very much needed to this planet through your thoughts through your behavior through your actions through the things you do and through the things that you don't do and you perhaps don't say it's
1: obviously easier said than done but like really working on how like inflamed we all let ourselves be like the reactionary nature that we all have to all of this is, is that's like really challenging That's going to be, like, a really big thing that, like, if we're going to be mindful or we're going to call ourselves spiritual or whatever, like, we need to walk in, like, holding ourselves to a a higher standard of, like, behavior and consciousness. Because if people that are aware of the things that we're aware of don't do that, then, like— how? Like there has to be like an energetic leader of the way that we operate.
2: Absolutely. You know, I think that the heart, I always say this in, in the things that I do is I say that I'm a teacher to some people, but I'm an eternal student. And this year has been very much for me anyway, these last couple of years has been very much about being schooled about my own things and trying to really walk my talk and be who I say I am. And sometimes one has to realize that. You know, if certainly for someone like me or for anyone else that's highly sensitive or that consider themselves an empath, pulling back from the stuff, from the noise, can actually help you to be part of not just for your own personal sanity and well-being, but it can help you be part of a solution. Because if I'm inflamed and or drowning in my empathy, which happens to me at times, with all the terrible things in the world, how can I possibly add goodness from that weakened place, you know? Yeah,
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Drowning in empathy.
2: I drown. drown.
0: (laughs) Throw us a raft. Um, But you mentioned the Venus retrograde. Obviously, we've talked a lot about Mercury retrograde here at the show. The namesake of the show came from our curiosity around what a Mercury retrograde is. I don't know if people know that, but Steph and I wanted one of our first episodes to be unpacking Mercury retrograde because it was so much in the zeitgeist and we were like, we need a proper conversation around educating us around what this is. So can you talk a
2: little bit about Venus retrograde and what that is? Yeah, so... Any planet's retrograde is when the planet sort of slows down. And from our vantage point on Earth, it looks as though, literally physically, if you were looking at the planet, you'd be like, oh, that planet's moving backwards in the sky, right? But it's just it's slowing down and we're keeping going. Imagine people racing on a ring and you've got the person in the middle is looking at the people on the outside going, oh, you're slow. You know, you're going backwards. You're not actually going backwards. You're just going forwards and they're going on a wider ring than you and so that's how it looks It's, it's an illusion like it's a actually an illusion in some ways that the planet is going backwards however for the purposes of astrology the planet does do this kind of zigzag where it goes retraces some of its steps in the degrees of the zodiac of wherever it's found in the zodiac and that gives us on a spiritual energetic level a window and an opportunity to work with the energy of whatever that retrograde is. So if it's Mercury, it's about our mind and communications and conversations, maybe contracts. In Libra is about relationships or wherever Libra rules in your unique chart. For Venus, it's about love, but it's also about abundance and it's about our values as well, right? Venus is like, what do I value and enjoy? What are the things that mean something to me? Like, how do I give how do I gain comfort and pleasure? Like it's about all these kind of things. In Capricorn, it's very much about, again, wherever Capricorn rules in your chart, but as it pertains to sort of collective consciousness, it's about these structures that we've got in place and these systems that we've got in place and to some degree, the patriarchy and government figures and authority figures and so on and so forth. And when I think of Capricorn, I think of old school success and old school You're going to get a job. You're going to get a 401k. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And then you get your house and then you have your this and you get your gold watch. And that's, you know what I mean? Those are things of valuing, right? And then when I think of sort of the Venus retrograde and just generally what the astrology is pushing up to is what do I really value, right? How do I really want to live my life? Like, okay, yes, there is a reality right now with how we use money and what we define as money of, if I want to buy a house in this area, it's going to cost me this much or this little or this much more, this many noughts on the end or whatever. But what we're really saying is, is I want to live in peace in this kind of an area or I value space. So do you see what I mean? It's like, it's like, There's a really big focus here on what brings us peace and pleasure. And I think sometimes on this spiritual journey and just against the backdrop of so much chaos and so many horrific things that I'm not going to downplay or try and spiritually bypass over because they are happening in the world. But in spite of there's, there's always going to be things like that happening in the world, right? Like just think of the world wars that have gone on, the dreadful things that have happened. Like you will always have shadow and you always have light. You will always have yin and yang. There will be darkness and light for the end of time, right? But, in, but putting that to just here for one second, for all of us as individuals, as earthlings, for every single person, wherever they're living, whatever their situation is, Everyone that's come in a human body has come here to, yes, at times experience pain, but to all to understand what brings them pleasure. What is their soul's purpose on this lifetime? What do they value? Like, I don't value what I valued a year ago, even. My value system has completely shifted. Right, The things that I held up there, those Capricorn things, of this is what I define as success. This is what will make me feel successful. Success for me now is like a peaceful day with my kid, maybe doing a little bit of work something I love that I'm really lit up by and being outside in nature and eating something yummy you know it's like that's not what I've held up as success and valued a year ago so for all of us like what gives you pleasure what makes you feel abundant like what ways do you want to experience abundance as well what is the top of the mountain Capricorn is about that goat that climbs the top of the mountain what is the top of the mountain for you I'm asking both of you
1: Um, TBD. <laughs> I would say the top of the mountain for me in the Capricorn sense is like freedom when it comes to like the way that I operate, especially when it pertains to work. Like I think about Capricorn midheaven that I have like all the time. And that's been something that has been really hard for me to navigate like in my life and even in this partnership where like I haven't, I haven't ever felt really comfortable defining like my own work style. And I feel like as I kind of step back and start to, go on my own journey again. I really, I've been really dancing around in that realm of like, I know that I need to work. I know that I value work. I know that I like to work. But like, what does it look like for me? And I think just like a certain degree of freedom and, and accomplishment in combination is like... To me, that's like my ideal way of operating where I and I don't wake up in the morning and I feel bad. I don't have like a certain type of schedule. I just do it on my own time. Yeah. If I have to be in a schedule, that's one thing. But that type of creative work freedom is like my that's when I feel like really good.
2: I can relate to that massively. Freedom is success to me as well. Mm -hmm. I just like to be free to do, you know, it's just such a privilege and it's so pleasurable to be free. I know. Like
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, it it's, just, it's
2: just I fly, you know? I fly yeah. when I don't have this routine that's sort of which my Virgo rising was very like, and then from 10 till 12 I'll do this and then I'll have an hour break and then I'll do this. And now it's like, oh success for me is like a week where I've got so much space and time to move and I still want to serve, but I'm with you. It's like I want to serve. Service will always be a part of who I am. But Freedom is success for me as well. And freedom involves other things, right? That, you know, other realities. Elizabeth, what's your mountain?
0: I mean, I am so in the phase of figuring that out. I know that like whatever I do, it's like all in and I'm super committed and I love taking an idea and turning it into a thing. That's always, that's like what gets me going. And it's always really what's kept my machine going. So I'm excited to wipe the slate clean for a minute and like just take some time to ideate
2: on things. Yeah, that's lovely. And um, I like that. I like that. You're definitely a doer. <laughs> you get stuff done.
0: Yeah, I don't sit on ideas. No. I like if it comes up, I'm like we're doing it, it's happening and we figure out how to do yeah.
2: it. Yeah. Such a big year for all of us, right? And and next year is going to be such a big year for all of us astrologically. Um, with all these changes and ripple effects i mean i think people should expect listen you know in 2023 i know we're really going fast forward pluto moves out of capricorn and into aquarius that's starting like a 24 party transformation <laughs> yeah. um, so you know we are going we are going through a really big shift in humanity and with any big shift comes Discomfort and comes endings and comes shit, like change, right? Like, you know, one of my favorite sayings is change is the only constant. And like you guys, I've made changes this year. And I think that that's just the nature. There's been endings for new beginnings. And I think that's what we're all going through in some way. And I think that when we're on that path, we just need to check in with ourselves. Authenticity to me is about having integrity to your truth at any given moment in time, right? And I I remember one of my favourite spiritual teachers, Nicole Hambro, many years ago, when I started my path, said to me, "Your truth will change." And she said, "One day your truth will not be to come and meditate with me, and that's okay." She was the best, right? Because like that's the real teacher, not like trying to get you into a cult or anything like that. But she was just like, "That's not going to be your truth one day, and that's going to we're still in touch, and you know." Her actual center was called the Alchemy Center. So how funny that I ended up doing Alchemy with Amby, Such a tribute to her and her work. But that's always stayed with me of just like the most important thing to do is to be authentic to your truth and understand that your truth will change because you will change and you will evolve. I mean, you know, I think about you guys. And when I met you and I remember saying to you in 2021, you guys are going to go through your Jupiter return. And that's going to be massive. And here we are. Talk
0: to us about the Jupiter return. So you you described Pluto returns, similar. I like how you said it, Pluto returns.
1: It, it sounds like a movie I want to watch. <laughs> Pluto returns.
0: It's, part two. Yeah. <laughs> it's back. It's the sequel. <laughs> yeah. Explain it to me like of I'm
2: course, five. Yeah, basically. so just generally speaking, when any planet returns, and we call it a planetary return, we're talking about that planet returning to the point that it was at at the time of a birth, of a country, of of an individual, of a relationship, or whatever it is. And that planetary return brings an opportunity for a reset, but often the reset can be in the terms of Pluto. Pluto is like destruction for rebirth. So that's what Pluto returns bring. (laughs) And because all of us are human, and at the moment we can't live for hundreds of years, we're not going to experience really, you know, uh, that kind of energy in our lifetimes. But things like Jupiter returns, Jupiter only takes 13 years to move, 12 to 13 years to move through the Zodiac, right? So every 12 to 13 years, we will experience our Jupiter return. And a Jupiter return is, to me, one of the most powerful returns that we can have because Jupiter is a benevolent planet. It is one of the cosmic benefics. It is a planet that is about your healing, your expansion and about miracles, right? And abundance and all of those things. Now, so when Jupiter returns and you have that return that you guys have had this year, it's like saying, "Okay, I'm now setting you up for the next 12-ish years of life. Your luck, your abundance, your healing, your expansion of not just your expansion. When we think of expansion, we think of like manifesting in the more traditional physical realm. But I'm also talking about an expansion of consciousness. Right. So those are all the themes that are coming up for both of you this year or for anyone that's experiencing their Jupiter returns. I want to say that sometimes Jupiter returns are not pleasant. Jupiter returns happen every 12 ish years. Right. So 12, 24, 36 ish. Uh, When I went through my Jupiter return, I was on the tail end of everything falling apart. Everything was falling apart and crumbling to be reborn, to give me this next 12 years of luck. But in that 12 years of luck, guess what? I completely ended with the legal career. I had a really big breakup. I was really recovering from a lot of autoimmune issues. I was broke to put it bluntly. Like all of that happened, but then look at what got rebuilt, you know? And so, you know, whenever I worked with people one-to-one and they sort of said, okay, I'm you told my Jupiter returns coming. I'm like, yeah. And it might not be sort of all sweetness in life, but it will give you this gift. It's like a seed that you're planting for the next 12 years, and it's a really beautiful seed. So you guys are starting a 12-year cycle.
0: So does this happen on our birthday? of the
2: when year? When Jupiter returns to the exact point it was at when you were born. So uh-huh. that's not necessarily uh-huh. oh, on your birthday, but it's somewhere around your 36th birthday. Got it. It's exciting as well, right? Because it's like a little birthday gift from Jupiter. Hey, 36 is great. Hey, Jupiter. I
1: definitely feel that I remember when you told us that was going to happen. And it's kind of funny, you know, when you get your chart read and and someone says like, okay, like this is a significant year. This is a significant year. And like personally, like when you were like 2021, 2022, it was like, I was like... (laughs) Obviously, I had no idea that it was going to be in the midst of, like, whatever the fuck this is. But I just was always like, yes, those are the years when I get through the, like, difficult emotional personal stuff where I can finally, like, break through. And I definitely—obviously, it looks nothing like I thought it was going to look. And nothing ever does. But I definitely— really feel like what you're saying is true and I feel like there's a lot of things that were at work or at play like under the surface that have now like come to fruition in this time like almost like Jupiter was this thing who like moved something out of the way and was like okay yeah. now you can like take your yeah. path forward yeah and it's like it's it's just feels a little less dense I guess like to yeah. mo- the moving pieces aren't as much of a heavy lift like even even like this decision, like I, I, it was waffling and it was difficult. But then we started communicating about it and it was actually like what we both felt was right. So it wasn't ultimately like something that we were like, how are we going to do this? It was just like, no, OK, like it's time to just like do that. And natural it was natural. Yeah. Very and I think natural. in a different time, it might have been. Oh, this like really challenging, even if we had waited until next year, I think there would have been a more of a difficulty as far as like the, the just decision to look, we don't know what's going to happen. We're not saying that we're not going to come back. We have, we have no fucking idea. But I think that just even deciding to put something down that you've shown up for day in and day out for seven years is like a really, that's a hard thing to wrap your mind around even.
2: Yeah. It's a powerful, listen, it's a very powerful Cycle that you're going through, and it's powerful for both of you as individuals. And we have to also remember that none of us really know. Like, I don't pretend to know exactly what's going to happen in my life and when. I mean, I have an idea of the energies and the transits, I have intuitive nudges that come through and downloads, but no one really knows anything's written in stone, whether it comes to relationship or business or anything like that. But I think that there are natural cycles, and the one that you guys have been through is one of those, you know, when anyone comes together in a relationship, there's two individuals and then there's a third thing that is created through that relationship. And when you have two individuals that change and transform that relationship, that third thing changes and transforms. And sometimes you see this in marriages, they talk about the seven year itch, right? Which is an interesting, we're literally in our seven year itch. <laughs> <laughs> a a <laughs> itch.
1: itch. And also, you
2: know, a lot of the energies, the one thing I forgot to say as well is that when it comes to this year, one of the biggest astrological aspects of this year has been Saturn squaring Uranus, which has basically been this like push-pull, freedom, liberation. Like all of us are collectively, like I have never felt so much, like I want to be free from things. I mean, you guys know I closed down Soul Astrology and I ended that part of my life. Like it doesn't mean that astrology's ended, but that particular business, like there's been this push
0: Which just to clarify, just to add context, was your astrology platform where it was it was a membership platform where you gave readings and i had to community yes community Community.
2: Membership, Community. membership community and i ended that this year and it was because like i was not because i've ended my relationship with astrology but just i suddenly realized that i could not do everything that i was doing anymore with multiple different businesses and show up and enjoy it and for it to be authentic and true. And I felt this desire to liberate myself from having so much on my to-do list. And that was the thing that needed to go in the form that it was in, right? So for equally for you guys, for other people listening, there has been a push for I've seen people break up out of relationships, end marriages, and break off engagements, quit their jobs, decide to go, not really traveling around the world because you can't travel that easily, but you know, like try and move somewhere else. It's just I think there's a breaking free energy and at the end of the year on on actually christmas eve we have the third square between saturn and uranus then we have it again in fall 2022 so for some of us like you guys like me we've done that thing that we needed to do to kind of liberate ourselves in some kind of way for our natural evolution and progression the people that haven't they're really going to feel it in christmas And they're really going to feel it next fall. So if people are feeling like stuck between a rock and a hard place, or like pulled, which I guess some of the energies that you know you guys might have felt and I felt, they're feeling those energies. It's because they're not working with the energies of Saturn and Uranus to make this change. Liberate yourself. Radical change is the theme of this year and going into next year.
0: One thing I want to say to anybody listening, and I feel called to say this: you're never stuck. You might feel stuck you're never stuck, whether it's in a relationship or a job or commitments or whatever the case may be. There's always a way to untwist from it. And ultimately, you want to feel lighthearted and good about anything you're doing. And if you're not feeling that way, find the path to
1: get there. I think that's
2: great advice.
1: The more that you feel stuck or the more that you try to, like, fit something or, like, deny what's coming up as far as the change is concerned, like, the harder and worse your situation gets. When your truth arises, like, you have to pay attention to that. Otherwise, you're just going to start creating more difficulty and chaos and, like, strife and bad relationships and all these things. Like, I think that's definitely a lesson for this type of situation where, like, is the longer that you try to deny what's happening, the harder your situation becomes in anything
2: and i think elizabeth what i really like what you said because i think that that's empowering and that for me by the way was the whole point of soul astrology was to empower people to not be afraid of any i don't want anyone to be afraid of anything that i said even about america like you know us english people because you know i was born in england and i'm sri lankan english now, I'm a Sri Brit-American because I'm actually applying for citizenship. So I'm going to be a citizen next year, hopefully.
1: Yeah, uh, Which is really exciting. Just
2: in time for Pluto return for America. Exactly. Pluto returns to America and he becomes a Do you know boy. any way that I could not be a citizen?
1: And you know any Mexicans I can marry? <laughs> I'm we're, trying we're, to get the fuck out of here.
2: You, you'll find a way. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that, that, that concept of just sort of know that you have the power within you like doesn't matter we can get so sucked into what's going on in the outside world and i am not telling anyone to spiritually bypass i'm not saying don't be informed i'm not saying don't be aware i'm not saying don't have compassion but what i'm saying is i don't really swear often but shit is always going to be going down let's be honest okay are you going to be dragged into that which is not going to help you be part of the solution Or are you going to say, whether you said, Elizabeth, you feel stuck in a relationship, a situation, a job, whatever it a habit, you have the key within you to change your life. We must all step into our personal power. And that's what all this Aquarius energy from that great conjunction that was on the winter solstice is giving us. We have the power to liberate ourselves, to live outside of these boxes that we put ourselves in, to live outside of these constructs that society put ourselves in and to be free. I just want to say that I'm very proud of you both as your grandma, your cosmic grandma. It's been a real journey when I think about the two girls that I met, girls that I met, and I don't mean that in a patronizing way, and the women that you've both grown into. And I feel as though, you know, I want to say congratulations on the show because you've helped so many people in the last seven years. And I think that that's just an indelible mark that you'll leave. in in the wellness community, all the people that you've helped. And I'm so proud of you for that. But I'm also really proud of you for the women that you've really evolved into. And as your grandma, I also want to say this is all about, you know, grandchildren can be quite different and that doesn't mean we don't love them (laughs) for their differences. And that is part of this unique journey of evolution that we're all going through. And really, I feel as though because I am a little bit older, I really saw it with you guys and I saw the transformation. And I'm so excited for whatever comes next for you both. I just wish we could all go backwards in time to my baby shower 2019 with Stephanie trying to take Atra out of my womb, <laughs> which was <slightly laughs> um, because it was such an easier, happier time, right? And I think that it's been very sobering the last year and a half. That's just a kind of emotional me being emo, but from you guys' perspective, I'm just People are gonna really miss your content and you both. And I think you've really helped so many people and I'm just really proud of you both for everything. I know that this change that we're all going through, I'm going through my own, is necessary and we have to trust that and be authentic to ourselves. And that's the best thing that you can do to show up for everyone else as well. So grandma is proud of you both. Things.
1: I mean, I know we were there for people when it mattered the most. (laughs) I think that in these last two years, you know, we made a very conscious decision to keep going through what was a very uncertain and difficult time in a time when we didn't have the clarity that we really would have liked to have had of thought, of understanding, of even personal safety, personal understanding, like all the things that everyone was going through. Obviously, we were going through those things, too. And we were in this unique position as, as you know, obviously there's many podcasts. And I, I don't know how anyone really kept on going in the sense of like having something to say all the time when there's a lot that you don't know and that you're trying to learn and that you're trying to listen and you're trying to just like be part of it in that sense to always have to have something to turn around and talk about is a really difficult task. And like personally, this for me feels like a really amazing opportunity to just like fucking listen and not have to talk and not have to have an opinion and not have to be someone who's holding space for that. Because I I feel like, you know, I want to listen to a podcast. I want to, I want to, you know, not have to feel like I need to tell people that it's going to be okay. Because I, I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and not that it's not, but that's, that's the thing now that's just like, ugh like we gave it, we did it, it feels amazing. And now
2: it's just like, all right, it's ears over mouth. I mentioned earlier, maybe I can't remember when it was when we were offline or online recording about Steven Pinker giving this quote of somebody else saying, you don't have to have an opinion about everything, right? We're all learning. You know, one of my favorite quotes for myself is not only change is the only constant, but that I might be a teacher, but I'm an eternal student and I'm learning, you're learning, we're all learning. And it's wonderful to be able to take a breath it's so powerful, and I commend you for being brave enough to do that. Because it's very difficult to walk away from things at times when there is all this energy and hype behind it. But this is power, and this is alchemy. You know, this is great alchemy, and something beautiful will come from all of this. But you'll be very missed. I think I'm going to have to have both of you on my podcast a chat. Love that.
0: Yes, Ambi. Thank you so much for such kind words that really, really touched my heart so much. And doing this show has been and is an absolute privilege. And just I've learned so much about the world, about who I am. You know, I feel, as you said, like, I feel like I've grown up doing this this program. And it's just a great, great honor to to get to do it in this capacity and really take it to the level that we were able to take it. I mean, it's very special. So, and to, you know, to have you on
2: this ride with us has been the best. uh, I'm going to feel emotional. And it's funny, I'm looking at Stephanie and the sun is setting in New York behind her. And that feels very poignant as well for this moment. Yeah. So, I mean, this oh. is not a, we have a saying in, in Sri Lankan, in Tamil, it's called mm-hmm. Poitavaran. And it means I'm going, but I'm coming back. So let's say altogether together, to everybody, not that anyone understands Tamil. I love that. But it's, I'm going, but I'm coming back. I can't believe it's taken yeah. you seven years
1: to drop some Sri Lankan on us. I
2: could have spoken Tamil Damn, all this time. Damn, man, be uh, now. Old and out and a little bit of my Hebrew, but I've got a lot, of, like, a lot of lingo going on my end. All to come in time to say come. Say the word
0: again. Amazing. I'm going
2: but I'll see you soon. Shabbat shalom.
0: Exactly. Shabbat shalom. Shalom. The hello, the goodbye, Mm -hmm. and the peace one. Before we go, Ambi, thank you so much for joining us. I just, in light of what happened in Texas, we did an incredible episode with Liz Winstead. Stands out in my heart as a top 10 convo for sure. We learned so much about the inequalities within the healthcare system around access to abortion. And there's a lot of action items within that conversation in terms of how all of us can help from sitting on our couch at our computers. Check that episode out. I believe it was episode two, something, I don't know, but we love that one. And then also nights I don't know. Well, if you it, when going through the catalog, look at look in the two section. two hundred. Just search something. Liz Winstead. There you go. Yeah. That too. And then we did a conversation last week. We had Kat Sadler on, and we actually are on her show this week, talking about you know this whole decision in terms of, of moving away from the show, and adds a lot more context and color. So check that out. Thank you guys so much. We love you, and uh, we'll see you see next you
1: week. Next week ah, for the last time. There's Bye. Bye. <laughs>